On my signal, soldier! Move to that position and barricade yourself, because break time with Beanie will start in T minus 10 seconds! Hey guys, my name is Beanie and it is time for another movie break! Whether you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or kung saan man, welcome na welcome sa'yo. Hope you enjoy your stay here and let's get right into it. Right off the bat, I have to confess, I love war movies. Ever since I was young, hilig na talaga ako sa mga ganon as far as I can remember. I guess sa sobrang hilig ko noon, inasam ko pa ang maging sundalo eh. And, you know, for hours, maglalaro kami ng mga kababata ko ng mga toy soldiers dun sa labas, magbabaril-barilan kami. And pag uwi, eh, manonood din ako ng mga war movies sa bahay. So, ganun ko ka-enjoy yung mga war-related stuff, especially the movies. All the more na I'm really like a, a certified, um, self-certified movie buff. Yung mga cool battle scenes, yung mga astig na line sa mga movies na to. Yung mga linyahan like, they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Yung mga ganun. <laughs> that was a bad impersonation from the movie Braveheart, by the way. But I guess I've just really been fascinated with war movies. Kasi for one, it happened. And it's still happening. So shedding light on these past events, good, bad, or horrible man, makes us more aware of our present and what we can do in the future as well. And secondly, most war movies showcase a lot of intelligence and courage, which is an extremely admirable character to have, of course. And lastly, for me, these movies reminds us the value of life and how it is never just black and white. It's never just right and wrong. There is always something more. A lot of uh, gray areas, kumbaga. In general, I like any historical war films, but World War II is the one I like the most. Palagi namin pinag-uusapan ng kaibigan ko nga na si Marlo, yung mga nalalaman namin about sa documentaries, about sa World War, yung mga stuff na napanood namin sa movies, short videos. From Schlinder's List, Saving Private Ryan, The Patriot, to Black Hawk Down, Band of Brothers, Jarhead, to the more recent ones like Dunkirk, 1917, and Jojo Rabbit, you name it, I'll watch it. Or maybe have already watched it a couple of times. It doesn't take really a movie buff to know or be familiar with some of the titles that I've mentioned. Pero minsan kasi, meron pa mga movies na hindi lang underrated, kundi unknown din to most people. Maybe they didn't have a stellar cast or a good movie release. Maybe the movie in general wasn't that fantastic. Or maybe for some reason, hindi ko lang talaga nabigyan ng pansin yung movie na yun up until nanapanood ko siya. Um, disclaimer na rin, hindi ito professional film analysis kundi entertaining opinion lang ng taong mahilig sa war movies. And we'll make this as spoiler-free as possible. Actually, last year ko pa talagang gustong ishare to sa podcast na to, pero untimely siya dati, if you know what I mean. But that's just given me enough time because right now I'll be sharing with you my five under-the-radar war movies. Underrated? Maybe. Hindi mo sure? 
but definitely under the radar and worth the watch. So here we go. Number one is War Machine. Ito yung reason ko bakit inisip ko gumawa ng movie review na ganito. Dahil gusto ko lang ishare to sa mga hindi nakaalam, for me, this one is definitely under the radar because I've heard it once na ipapalabas siya sa sine, nandun si Brad Pitt, but nothing after that. And what was surprising was it was barely on cable TV, which is madalas ako manood dati sa Sky Cable, inaabangan ko lahat ng mga movies sa HBO, Star Movies. And wala rin akong nakita sa social media na mga good reviews about it. But when I watched War Machine, I, I liked it. Uh, Brad Pitt was spectacular. He was great in the Oceans franchise, um, in Glorious Bastards, of course, Moneyball, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But his acting here is really quite unique. Sobrang nagustuhan ko and there was an interesting cast as well in this film. War Machine starts with General McMahon who is assigned to do what the other generals have failed. That is to win the war in Afghanistan. But soon enough, he realizes how complex the situation has become and he's faced with the harsh reality that it isn't always about putting soldiers on the ground. This movie felt like much of a satire with its dry humor, stereotyping, absurdist point of view ng protagonist or ng bida, uh, si Brad Pitt. And it was a really interesting take on war films. You just don't see these kinds of movies that often. So refreshing kung refreshing talaga siya. With that said, with its running time of 2 hours, the satire feel can only last so long and it gets kinda turned into a drama wherein you root for the protagonist but just get frustrated when you see the politics and yung mga power plays sa gera. But I think the way that it ended is good. It leaves you with the thought na, ah, oo nga, ganun na pala ang modern war, you know? So, it ain't sticks and stones any longer, guys. There's social media, unspoken rules, traditions versus traditional warfare versus the new warfare. And I believe that this movie, despite having a lot of flaws, um, showed the main message that war today is more political than it is war. So I don't think I gave any spoilers on that one. Um, more on overview lang naman ko ano movie, which you will find definitely on the trailer. Eh. So this movie also sheds light on the status of the Afghanistan and U.S. and how messy it has been for the past 20 years. How unwinnable it has become. Kaya nung nangyari yung nangyari recently sa Afghanistan, di ba? And kung paano umalis lang yung U.S., I immediately remembered this movie and actually mas pa research pa nga ako about the current status eh. Which is a plus one for me. Movies that not only entertain, but lead you to be actively aware about the issue or the motive the film is trying to portray. Second movie that was under the radar is The Siege of Jadotville. So it was recommended by Ate Chari before and medyo curious kasi ako nung time na yun. Parang antagal ko na hindi nakakapanood ng war movies eh, nung season ng buhay ko na yun. Sabi ko kasi, panood na nga. And nagulat ako kasi, this was surprisingly good. The Siege of Jadotville is based on true events 
And not only that, it's based on true events that were made known to the public 40 years after nung pangyayari na yon. So it was set in the early 60s and it follows a group of 155 Irish soldiers sent to the Congo by the UN. So in, they never faced battle yet and it was just supposed to be a simple peacekeeping task. But soon enough, they find themselves surrounded by literally waves of mercenaries and enemy troops. And with the rescue that is unsure because, again, power play and politics, they must find within themselves the courage to unite and defend a city they've never been in until that day. So the balance between the blockbuster-like battle scenes, which was fairly, really good, not only fairly good, really good to be honest, and the politics that war brings and how sacrificing your life may not be enough to be deemed heroic in war, it's, 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 I like it. It's good. Spoiler, some of them really don't die, no? Pero every fight sequence was enough to make you hold your breath. Cheer for the protagonist while being thankful that you aren't part of that war right now because alam mong wala silang pag-asa Or do they? Uh? <laughs> Abangan, panoorin. Pero you'll understand it more when you watch it. I really like the cinematography too. The acting was surprisingly not half-baked. And from start to finish, there were really no dull moments, in my opinion. So, napaka-effective ng uh, ganong klaseng movie. Yung flow, yung script, parang pinakita talaga yung emotions nila, yung actions nila, and yung mga decision-makings na hindi natin nakikita na ginagawa ng mga sundalo na nasa gera for the very first time. So, hindi siya yung parang typical movies na ayoko na lang ilaglag ang pangalan na sinasabing mga baguhan sa gera pero parang pag umasta yung character nila parang alam mo nakapatay na ng isang dang armies eh. So, ito talagang realistic talaga siya. This was under the radar at least for me because The Siege of Jadotville was a straight-up simple war movie. Nothing wrong with that. Pero these kinds of movies kasi fall under the hundreds of dozens of simple war movies which are, you know, more popular. May mga movies na mas better yung market. Ang daming movies na may star-studded cast. You have like um, popular events like, of course, World War One, World War Two, and World War Two sa Europe, sa Japan. Um, yung French Revolution, Civil War, US versus Al-Qaeda, Taliban. And nine times out of ten, you would choose these films muna na you are somehow familiar with rather than a war movie that happened in Congo, let alone the city of Jadotville. Jadotville, by the way, is spelled as J-A-D-O-T-V-I-L-L-E. So kung hanapin yan, as a Netflix lang yan, and buti na lang narinig mo episode na to para mapanood mo na yan. So it's a, I think it's a Netflix original. You can search that one. Third is Operation Finale. This movie follows the efforts of Israeli officers in capturing former SS officer Adolf Eichmann. Isa siya sa mga main organizers ng Holocaust. Now, if you know or may not know, after World War II, though the Holocaust claimed millions of lives, the ones behind it are either almost dead or the ones who did survive, um, nakataka sila. 
And onti lang talaga yung nag-stand trial or only few stood trial and what happened sa Holocaust. Even though yun nga, ang daming kinawang buhay nitong pangyayari na to. So, tapos na yung gera, pero yung pag-track down or bring to justice ng mga war criminals na to ay hindi pa natapos agad. So, a very interesting take for this type of movie. And I gotta say, Ben Kingsley, um, Oscar Isaac were brilliant and made the scenes much more intense. This is not an action-packed movie. It has a slow, slow pace na nakaka, hmm, minsan. But you'd kinda appreciate it when you reach the end. Oo, Nazi to, at alam mo yung mga brutal war crimes niya. Pero yung dating ni Ben Kingsley dito, yung protagonist na antagonist will get you to sympathize with the character and you will have the urge to, you know, tapikin mo sarili mo, paluin mo sarili mo and say, Uy, Nazi criminal tong character na to. Don't cheer for him. <laughs> So, this only shows that heroes and villains aren't always black and white. It's educational and will give you more insight about things you did not know about the Holocaust. And overall, this movie was very okay. Hesitant ako magsabi na good kasi alam nyo naman ako, maarte. <laughs> Char. Pero definitely, this movie brings a different angle to the World War II happenings. So, If you have time, go look it up. It's on Netflix as well. Fourth under the radar war movie is Emperor. This 2012 movie is available on YouTube movies for free. And its setting is during the immediate aftermath of Japan's surrender during World War II. So General Fellers, yung bida, has been tasked by General Douglas MacArthur, who was greatly played by Tommy Lee Jones, by the way. Um, he's been tasked with investigating the Emperor of Japan because in 10 days, they will determine if the Emperor is guilty of causing the war, which claimed millions of lives at the very least. Now, baka isipin nyo, no-brainer na dahil siya yung pinakaboss eh. Dapat convicted na. But that isn't the assumption kasi he had generals in charge of the war And there was a chance na ang emperor may have been manipulated or coerced into igniting the war. But even if guilty yung emperor, ang dilemma rin dito is dapat ba siyang ipunish? Kasi if you knew Japan before, um, the emperor's death will mean mass suicide and mass chaos. And the Japan that General MacArthur is trying to rebuild may be utterly destroyed. So it's a sophisticated situation portrayed in an interesting way sa movie. Medyo need mo lang mag-surface research about World War II sa Japan because some information here will not be spoon-fed sa'yo eh. And again, hindi siya yung puro bakbakan. Pero it's compelling naman. I get bakit naging under the radar to pero okay naman siya. Worth the watch if you like these types of films. Ang cliche lang ng love story but it doesn't do enough to ruin the film, thank goodness. So I think you will still like it, especially the ending. Number one on my list for the top under-the-radar war movies. And for me, this is one of the most underrated movies that I've watched my whole life. Kahit hindi lang yung mga war movies. When you say Russell Crowe, you think of Gladiator. American Gangster, Insider, and even Les Miserables. But you don't 
even know nga na meron siyang movie na ganito eh. And there are a couple of reasons why this movie was not well known to many. But all the more, there are so many more reasons why you should watch this movie, Master and Commander. That's the title. Unlike my other recommendations, this one is set during the Napoleonic War era, 1806. Hindi katulad ng mga other films ko sa list, ang main stage ng movie na to ay sa dagat. Which, you know, requires a different take, a different pacing, iba yung mga fight scenes compared to the usual battles na nangyayari sa lupa. And isa pa, instead of being on the point of view of the popular and winning Frenchman na under ni Napoleon, this is on the side of the losing Brits or yung mga Englishmen. And the war here isn't the war you would expect. Throughout the whole movie, the focus is entirely on the ship and the crew in it. Their enemy didn't even have a lot of scenes, to be honest, which is a very interesting take kasi paano magkakagera kung hindi mo naman pinapakita masyado yung kalaban, di ba? But they did. From start to finish, it was anything but monotonous. I was going up and down with the pacing of the film like riding the waves of the seas. And Russell Crowe and even si Paul Rudd, yung Vision characters, Avengers, gave out good performances. Their lines and their banter is what you would expect of experienced sailors on sea. Kudos din sa director na siya rin nag-direct sa Truman Show and Dead Poets Society nung research ko. Ang galing, ang galing ng director na to. The fight scenes here were so detailed. Hindi lang potok ng cannons dito, bomba doon. Pero pinapakita talaga kung paano ginagamit yung weapons, yung chain of command, na may operating area pala sila sa ilalim ng ship habang ongoing yung laban. So, dinadala agad yung mga wounded doon, pero tuloy yung laban. Ang dami mo pang makikita dito na hindi mo makikita sa ibang war movies na nangyayari sa dagat. It was an organized chaos. I think that's the perfect phrase to describe yung mga fight scenes nila. But ayun nga, it was under the radar and the reason for it is una, hindi naman talaga ako mahilig sa action f- movies, lalo na sa mga ganitong era, yung mga Napoleon, um even yung mga Caesar eh, hindi ako masyadong fan ng mga ganong war movies, so hindi to hindi ko siya nakita sa mga list of to watch ko before. And secondly, Kaya siya naging under the radar sa karamihan sa atin. It's because the same year ito ni-release sa theaters is the same year din ni-release ang Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl. Which is, as you know, was a major success. And one of my favorite franchises too, to be honest. Pero sadly, 2003, the year these movies were made, um, it only had one room for a successful um, war movie based on the sea. So, Master and Commander was struck down by the cannons of Pirates of the Caribbean and they were left at the bottom of the seas. But you can find this on YouTube for free. They have a page called uh, YouTube Movies. Uh, different Diamonds in the Rough yung nandun. Nandun nga rin yung Emperor, as I said. And this one is really, really something that I would, I can recommend to others talaga. Kapag sinabi nilang bigyan mo ka ng underrated na war movie, ayan, back, mm, Master and Commander. So, ayun. These are the movies that have been under the radar for me. 
Sure, not all of them are golden movies, but they are still good ones worth the watch that you shouldn't miss out, especially if you like these types of uh, movies that are based on war or fighting or battle. And who knows, in the near future, maybe I can give you another top 5 list. Kasi, alam mo yun, ang dami pang underrated na mga war movies. Meron pa tayo mga Vietnam War movies, World War One, and those things. But I can only give 5 as of this moment. And I hope na mapanood nyo kahit yung isa sa kanila sa mga nirecommend ko. And uh, you can give me a feedback on Break Time with Beanie. Uh, message nyo ako, PM nyo ako, DM nyo ako kung napanood nyo yung mga movie na yon at kung nagustuhan nyo. And as always, thank you so much guys for listening up until the end. It really means a lot to me. And sa mga susunod na episode, tayo ay magkikita-kita. If you have more suggestions on what topic we should discuss, um... You could PM me and I'm going to give you a nice big shout out and 5,000 pesos. Charot. <laughs> but uh, ayun lang. Thank you so much for listening to um, another Movie Break episode. This is the second one. The first is The Squid Game. If you guys haven't watched it yet, pwede nyo balikan yun. More movie episodes to come and in general, more break time episodes to come with truly yours, Beanie.